0: Hello, reality TV fans. I'm Juliette Littman, and I want to tell you about our brand new Ringer Reality TV podcast. On the feed right now, we are covering the Bachelor franchise, the Amelia Wedemeyer, the challenge with winner Johnny Bananas, Survivor with Survivor winner Tyson Apostle, and the Great British Bake Off with my colleagues, Amelia and Kate Halliwell. Plus, Callie Curry and I pop on there sometimes talking about our best love shows. So follow the Ringer Reality TV podcast on Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts.
1: Robin, real ones, Logan Murdoch here, Raja Bell there, Raja. We are on the eve of the regular Ooh. season, man. Ooh. We are the yeah, we're ready to go. I'm gonna be at um Warriors Lakers tomorrow, and I'm really hyped up about it. It's like the eve of the regular season is always. I can't. I can't sleep before these these nights. Yeah, I don't know how it is for you, but I'm ready to go. How are you feeling? about the eve of opening night? What's what, what's going through your mind? What's circulating right I'm now? I'm glad you
0: asked. I was going to say this in our pre, pre-pod meeting I was going to go off. Like, you know, people ask me all the time, do you miss the NBA? And usually the answer is no, right? Like, I miss things about the NBA. I miss, you know, locker rooms and being around the dudes and, and competing and stuff. But overall, the life... But there are certain times a year where I really do miss... Uh, and I can feel the energy that I felt when I played. This is one of those times, that first regular season game. Um, man, it's like, the I mean, it's like your first day of school. It's like your first, there's just an energy, man. It's hard. It's hard mm. to sleep. I would go as far as to say, like, you're picking out your outfit. Like, you want to look crispy coming in there the first day, walking through the arena with the photographers. You know, it's there's a lot that goes into that. So that... Um, you know, obviously, playoffs are a time of year that I miss. Like, that's a really magical time of year in the NBA. And, and uh, uh, you know, I don't know, something else. But this is one of those times, Logan, where it's – I miss it. It's
1: it's funny. I was talking to Sean Livingston uh, last week um, when the uh, Warriors were in, uh, in L.A., and he, we were talking about how he feels about coming back to the team after retiring. He's an assistant coach on the, okay. on the Warriors, I think, he, or, or a consultant, one of the two. And um, he still said, "Man, he's like, yo, man, I still miss it sometimes, right?" And I'm thinking, and I want to get your perspective on this. I'm thinking with Sean, I'm like, bro, you're looking at the players right here. they we're in it. We're we're back. We're back, baby. How did you feel this do you have that still separation factor when you're still with the team but you're in the a front office space or a consultant face or something like that does it still feel like you miss it miss
0: playing the game even though you're around it It's a really weird spot to be in because you you're you're attached again like to you know to your point you're like we're here baby like we're we're on the court um you know most of the time when you're an assistant coach like you're probably in your practice gear pregame just like yep. you know just like you would if you were in the warmups but it was, I found it less than fulfilling. I just, mm. I, I left, I felt- It's like a tease, huh? Yeah, I was. I, le- I left every game wanting more. Like, I. damn. You know, And and so I think there are levels to that because I would always tell David Griffin that, and he would say to me, because we'd sit in the box together and I would talk the entire game. Just talk to him the entire game. And he'd always say to me in private, like, you know, I think you're probably supposed to be a coach. He was like, because you have way more to give and on a nightly basis than 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 yeah. you can give in this box. So I think being in the front office and being in the box left me wanting way more. Coaching might've fulfilled me a little bit more because I'd be more hands-on with the guys, have more impact on a night-to-night basis. But even that, I think, you know, you you're not strapping them up, bro. You're not you're not lacing them up. You don't get to get out there. You're like, damn, dawg, I told you to, you know, and you can't play. It's for cause him. you don't have
1: control, right? It's cause you don't yeah. really have control of the destiny in the way that you would when you're a player on the court, right?
0: Yeah. I I mean, I haven't coached at that level, but I imagine you'd still be left feeling like, damn, bro, that's that's and kind of the closer you get to it, the yep. more you miss it.
1: It's funny, like I uh I don't know if I've shared this on um on uh on the pod at least publicly but when we were going through the bubble I was feeling that withdrawal right like I didn't want to watch basketball I didn't want to watch the games because years prior I was um I was at all the finals right covering the Warriors I was I was at every finals I wasn't watching it on TV I wasn't wa- so like a lot of the times during this bubble time I didn't want to watch basketball and it was so good it's been so good this season too and I think that's why I'm giddy about the opening part of the season it's so good to be back in the arenas, man. I remember I was, I was there's a story out right now with Draymond Green a profile that I just put out. But during the reporting of that, I remember like sitting um, at Chase Center and like sitting near the basket, the, uh, the the door where the on the other side was the facility. And then there's a door right there, right where the media before the media comes in. And I remember sitting there, bro, just like really juiced to like hear the balls go, balls bouncing and stuff like that, man. So like. I'm really juiced for this. I still have to say I'm really juiced for opening night, bro. I'm really juiced. Bro. I, and listen,
0: it's... I mean, I can remember but first of all, like, I can put myself in in the bowels of like, of of the Phoenix Arena, man. I remember the like, I remember yep. the dri- I remember And the Chase Center is
1: similar to that
0: where there's it like is. the bat. The, it's just like that. Yeah, where you the know, I can remember right connected in there. Coming in on the bus, everybody that you would say what's up to would dap up because those are regulars. You know what I mean? Like... Yeah. Man, the smell when you get in that bad boy. Like, seriously, dude, these are all... Even the security
1: like, guard. Like, the security guards, that's your homies, right? That you absolutely. know that you've just... They, they hold you down, right? Absolutely. Every time you
0: come through, yep. And it'd be like seeing an old family member like an uncle you haven't seen in a while because it's been a whole off-season and you probably ain't seen him since the playoffs. You know what I mean? It, it's a yep. it's a thing. It's a, That's a fraternity, man. Even we talk about the players being a fraternity. Everyone that's part of the production is yeah. is is included in that fraternity including the people that work in the arenas that you see all the time and it's a great time you know, it's year.
1: funny i see that i see that kinship with the media too right like i feel like we're not well, obviously there's a barrier between us and and the team but it, it if you're a beat writer or you've been around a team a long time you become being in that ecosystem for oh you're sure, there right yeah
0: you're a part of it for sure
1: yeah 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 all right man let's get into it dude we have a a, a, a special edition of the real ones where we are going to be asking the biggest questions. Headed into the 21-22 season. How you feeling about this, Ra? Are you ready to answer? Are you we put you on the spot? Sasha Mack came up with the questions. She put it in the or one of us put it in the chat put it in the last chat. night.
0: She put it in the chat. Um, hey, we gotta get back. to get the back chat. to that, bro. We gotta put it in the chat.
1: Yeah. Okay. gotta put it in the fucking chat. Hey, 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 all my ruins out there. If you got something to tell us, put it in the fucking chat. Put it in the chat. Um, so we are going to ask a list of questions to each other. Let's gonna we're gonna first go, it's gonna be our long segment to start off. Um locks in the East and West to make the playoffs and our not-so-locks to, um, to make the playoffs. I'm going to start with the Western Conference. Raja, here are my locks, and I want right. to hear your locks right afterwards. All right. Um, I got, and this is in no particular order. These are teams that I know are going to make the, the playoffs in the West. Uh, I got the Lakers. Yep. I got uh, the Clippers. got the Warriors. I have the Grizzlies. I have the Nuggets. And I have the Mavericks. Uh, Those are my certain teams. Who we got? Who you got? What's your list looking like here? And I have, and I have the Utah
0: jazz. (laughs) And I have the Utah jazz. All right. Um, Western conference locks jazz. Definitely. Um, Suns, Yes. Lakers for sure. Um, Mavericks nuggets. Golden state. I think those are locks. I'd like to say Memphis. I'll put Memphis in there. As a lock, I'll put them in a lock. I really like Memphis, and I think yeah, I really like Memphis. I think they're
1: when when we go back, um, like later in the show, we'll we'll see my love for Memphis. But I just really like
0: that team. I don't know what they're going to be, but I really like them. Yeah, they could, they 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 should take another step. It's crazy, right? Like, I mean, those are. I feel like those are locks. I would probably say Memphis for me would not be a lock. They would be a strong consideration. I think they'll do it, but lock is like you know, it's it's what it is. It's a lock. But I'll put them in put him in yeah
1: I got some of my uncertain teams though but I got the uh the Blazers who uncertainty just because of Dame Lillard we don't even know if yeah. he's gonna if he's gonna finish the season in Portland um the Timberwolves because maybe they take that next step I don't know I think they they're good enough to maybe sneak in on a play-in game I, but I just don't know if they can I don't know if they're ready yet I just don't know um and my last one though And this is a team that probably should be in the playoffs. They should be making the next leap. And that is the New Orleans Pelicans. And... The 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 Pelicans are just weird because they have so much talent. You sh- they should be in an 8th seed. They should be in there. In the last few years, they just have not made it for whatever reason. And then there's this Zion talk, which we'll get in a little bit uh, with injuries and stuff. And and you know your guy Griff is not. It's just look, it's tough
0: right now in, in New Orleans. So those are my three uncertain teams. Who you got in the West? Um, uncertain teams. Same with the Portland Trailblazers. They have not been good through the through the preseason now i mean i get it we talk about preseason not being regular season i understand but um yeah there's a lot that could change in in portland so they're uncertain for me um new orleans has to be in the conversation just with the player like zion and all that's going on around it. sacramento kings are an interesting one for me Mm. um yeah they've played well and they you could from everything that's coming out um, in the media it seems like organizationally and at least from the players perspective they feel like they've got some juice so i'm, I'm keeping an eye on sacramento and i'd have to throw minnesota in the mix too just speak be- but they've given yeah. me nothing neither you know the crazy part is i guess none of those teams except for portland have really have anything in their track record that suggests there that that i should trust them but i like i like what they have on paper i like what i've seen in the preseason from some of them so those those are my teams to watch on the on the border. Sacramento.
1: You brought up an interesting point. Sacramento is an interesting team, right? Because it seems like they're going in the right direction, but it's been seeming like they're going in the right direction for the last few years when they, you know, they trade for Harrison Barnes. Um, You know, De'Aaron Fox is a really good prospect. He's not prospect, but he's a really good player. Now, I don't know if he's an all-star yet, but like, he's a really good player. Um, And they want him to be that franchise cornerstone, but they've always been a team also that has always gotten in its own way. And that's gone back to, Previous ownership, um, and it seems like it seems like they're on the right track. I really like Tyrese Halliburton. I really like De'Aaron Fox. I really like what they have going, and also something to keep an eye on. How does Buddy Healed uh, fit into that team? Because he's a guy that's had some uh, frustrations. He's had <laughs> he's had. Um, He's spoken out against the coach. Almost got traded to the Lakers. Uh, thought he was getting traded to the Lakers, and so I don't know, man. The Kings are an interesting team, so we don't really give the Kings a lot of uh, attention on the real ones. But I, I, I do want to double
0: back on what you just said, right there. Yeah, so, keep a little keep a little eye on them out there at the corner of your eye, just just yeah, yeah. Keep them. You I'll know, be up you- at,
1: I'll be up at Sacramento quite a bit, guys. So if any of our Sacramento real ones, we'll see you guys. We'll see you soon. I'll, I'll see go. you soon. they um, are gonna go to the East. Switch to the East. Here is my here are my locks to get in. Nets, Bucks. This is teetering. This team is teetering. The 76ers. Not to make the playoffs, but we don't know. We don't know. We just don't know cuz the Ben Simmons situation, I just it's a team to look at. The Hawks, Celtics, Pacers, Hornets, Heat, my uncertain teams. Uh I got the Raptors as my uncertain team. Okay. I just don't know. They um uh you know Kyle Lowry is left. Um Pascal Siakam, is he going to be a superstar or just a star, an all-star? We, we don't know yet. Um, he had the superstar, uh, maybe potential after the finals when they won um, in 2019. But, you know, I, I just don't know. I just can't figure that team out. Who you
0: got, Raja? Who's, what are your teams out, the, out of the East? Locks, Brooklyn, Milwaukee, the Heat, um, the Sixers, the Hawks. Boston and Chicago. uh you were a little, you were a little, little uh, uh, on the fence with Boston there. Yeah, just I mean, I mean, fresh blood in the coaching seat—that's that's that's, that's yeah. a thing. But I, I got, I don't know, like I don't—they've regressed like over the last couple years in my mind. You know, like they they, yeah. they they accumulated all the picks, they started getting you know the talent, and then the product on the court. For one reason or another, we, we couldn't get right, and I feel like there's a step back. So I can't put them in as a – I'm going to put them in as a lock, but they'd be my least likely lock. if that. And I, I think the Bulls are interesting. I'm going to put them in also. Um, okay. Yeah, so those would be my locks. Now let's leave the Bulls out. My locks, I'll stop with
1: Boston. You know, my I want to add to my um, uncertain teams and, and coming out of the East, and I want to get your opinion on it. The Washington Wizards, I, I just I, – I don't know. They could. They got Kyle Kuzma in the um in the in free agency. They've made some moves to appease uh Bradley Beal at least for the short term, but that team that's not a team that's inspiring. And I do have a thing like with with Bradley Beal. he is it. I don't know if it's a case of where he wants. I know I, I'm not questioning if he wants to win. He's an NBA player, and I I, I think he really wants to win. I do think that. But does he want to win as the guy, as opposed to going to another team and winning a championship on another team? I, I I don't know that. I don't know that yet. And I don't think it's going to happen in Washington, but I think they're going to make the playoffs. I just don't know. That, that team is interesting to me.
0: Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. Sasha loves when I do that. I launch into, <laughs> launch into. <clears throat> um, Yeah. I see Bradley Beal's a weird one. Cause I don't think it's one of those situations where he's not ready to win and not have it be called his team. Do you know? I don't, I don't think it's that, but but there is something that there. I mean, he hasn't. There've been multiple opportunities and ample, you know, time for him to say, "Hey, yeah, go ahead and, and let me go. I've served my time here in Washington." His his resistance to that is interesting to me. I don't. I don't understand. But I don't see him as a guy who's like, "Nah, if it's not going to be my team, then I don't." The, the win isn't worth it. Like they're dudes like that. And they're. Oh, I'm just know.
1: asking. I guess I was just asking more so because, like, he if he wanted to ask for a trade, he can do it tom- like today.
0: And he should, do, he should do it. He
1: should, We've, we've literally said on the podcast, had a whole episode dedicated to it. Yeah, he should just, just get, get go get traded. I just don't know what's keeping him in DC considering what their track record is and trying
0: to help him out. I don't think that they've done a good job. I think we're making, we're making the same point. Like I, I, you're not winning a championship in Washington, Bradley Beal. No, like that's not happening. You might make, you're making playoffs again, maybe, but so for that, look, my uncertain teams, definitely Washington. Um, I decided to leave the Bulls out of lock, so so they'll be in there. Um, I can see where you're coming from, the Raptors, and I'm going to give you another team, kind of like the Sacramento Kings, the Charlotte Hornets. Okay, I like the, I
1: really like Charlotte. We'll get that yeah. in a, get to that in a second, but I really like I love Lamelo Ball. I love the energy coming out of there. I'm excited. I looked at the I, I'm, I'm in the Bay. I looked at the schedule, and I'm going to go see Lamelo Ball play Steph Curry because yep. that's something that you have to go do. You have to go. You something about Lamelo? You got to see him when he's in town. What are three teams you are con- you are concerned about going into this season that 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 we're not that we don't have on the radar? Who do you, who are you thinking right now?
0: Concerned about? We're talking overall, the Eastern Western Conference. We're just talking about uh, overall. Overall, who are, who are who are who are teams that concern Raj Bell? So, yeah, I mean, I take the question for what it is. Um, I typically I'm not concerned with the bottom dwelling teams, right? Like I could give you the Detroit Pistons or. Houston, but they don't really concern me. You know, they're not going to be. So my concerning teams are going to are some of them are going to be retreads from like my locks and Atlanta concerns me a little bit. Oh, OK. Yeah. I'm just going to tell you why. Like, it's not like their next step from a fan base. Like I, I said this yesterday, when we, when my my daughter had her fifth birthday and we were at a barbecue and the Dolphins played. Um, they played in Jacksonville. And so I had a lot of Dolphins at the barbecue. Right. And people are up in arms in in the Miami area because the Dolphins coming off of 10 wins, everyone was like, well, next logical step is playoffs and trying to win something. And they just have underwhelmed and underachieved. And and so, you know, people are angry. I kind of see Atlanta like that. I don't think they'll be as bad as the Dolphins have been, but where do you go from where they were last year? What's the next logical step? Western, I mean, Eastern Conference finals. Are, I don't or, see that. Or better. I don't okay. see that. And and I'll tell you why. Like I first of all, I think the rule changes hurt some teams more than others. With the lack of being able to draw certain fouls, free throw rate, percentage of points scored off of free throws, Atlanta was extraordinarily high in all of those areas last year because Trey Trey Young is so ball dominant, he plays a certain style of play and he gets those rule changes are going to hurt them. It's going to affect their ability to be efficient offensively. Um, and I just I think they were ahead of their time. Like less than that. Yeah, we, I think yeah. they were just ahead of their time. And so that that concerns me just, you know, for 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 their fan base. Um, other teams of concern, uh, let's see. Definitely the New Orleans Pelicans. Yeah. Definitely the New Orleans Pelicans from a man griff for for uh Zion and whether or not he is. Going to wind up being as advertised at the end of the day, you know. Yeah. Like you gotta, we talked about you gotta win games, bro. Like first of all, you gotta be healthy, and then we've got to translate that health and that ability into winning games. They have not done that yet, so those are two teams of concern for me. Um, if you're gonna make me give you a third team, I don't know. Give me two, and I'll get back to you. Give me what do, What's your list? I give me give me a minute to get the third.
1: I think, and I want to I want to go back to your point about the uh, the Atlanta Hawks because we have said all on this show. How the, the Atlanta Hawks were ahead of schedule, right? How they were that they played out of their minds. They're playing with house money. It was really fun. Trey Young' experience was really was was a great experience, you know. Um, and also Atlanta as a city to be able to have a journey like that is is great. You know, I I want to see that. Um, now, do I do I share some of your concerns? Yeah, but I think they showed if they can play against the Milwaukee, they can go toe to toe with that team and and could beat them. You know, I think that they can do that. Um, now, did the size get a hold of, did Milwaukee finally find themselves? Did it have a lot to do with it? Yes, that definitely had a lot to do with it. Did they finally just say, oh, we could put the ball inside and just dunk on you? Um, so they got to get bigger, but I like, I like the Hawks. I like the Hawks. Now, my other teams, my biggest, my, uh, my biggest levels of concern, the Wizards. I just don't. I I just don't know what's going to happen. I think that has a potential to really go bad. Yeah. Um, if they don't get out early with this team, Bradley can just be like, "Nah, man. I just don't want to do this anymore. I want to win. I actually want to think. I actually want to have my talents in a place where I know I can contribute to winning. And that could get ugly. And so I got the Wizards, Sixers, for obvious reasons. If you listen to this show, right, with the Ben Simmons thing, who will they get back from Ben Simmons? Do they end up keeping Ben Simmons? what 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 happens there i don't know and that could you know w- people keep talking about you know if they trade ben simmons if they say they get a um, damian lillard they could be a title contender and while i agree with that we both know raja how hard it is to get a um just to get a flow when you have such controversy to start the season. Even if the, even if somebody gets traded midseason, that's not a guarantee that it's gonna end up being like Pal Gasol in 08. You know, he's, it's gonna be it's gonna be hard. Now, um, I think ultimately the Sixers will figure it out, but I I don't know, man. After this, all the stuff I'm hearing out of, you know, Ben Simmons' return and they don't know if he's gonna play to start opening night. How's that gonna how is his relationship with the locker room gonna be? I don't know. And my last team, this is going to be a surprise and I'm expected you to, I'm expecting you to come um, turn off your camera just <laughs> because you're disgusted, but I had the Lakers of a team that I'm really concerned with. Really? I, I really do. Yeah. I, they went Owen six in the, in the preseason, which is whatever, dude, like who cares? Right. But it was the way that they lost, man. Their defense looked tragic. Um, Russ did not look good, Rajon. I apologize, and I'm just and Carmelo. While he had he hit some threes, his defense was horrendous. So I don't know. I, I just I'm very concerned about the Lakers, and also just we saw how LeBron was when it just has to be LeBron in the postseason. He's it's not like 2012 anymore. So that means Anthony Davis has to show up. Are we sure Anthony Davis is going to show up for a whole season? I don't know, Raja. I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm pretty flummoxed. I'm scared. I don't know. I don't know if, if Figueroa is going to have that title. If if they're going to be a, if there's going to be a, a a whole parade going down Figueroa. I don't know. So, I'm concerned about the Lakers. Am I am I am I am I out of pocket am I
0: done shit? Are are we ceasing this podcast, Raja? No, nah, we're good cuz cuz I actually thought about saying the Lakers too. Oh, for a okay, lot, of, okay. for the a lot of the reasons, but I'm going to tell you again, and I had to remind myself to chill the f out. I gotta chill out because while while some of those concerns are warranted, I I think that I if I were the lake, I would punt on the first 20 games of the season. Really, I like, mean, I want like, no, okay. no. I mean, listen, you're going out and you're trying to win them, right? But like, I guess my point is a bad way to put it is I wouldn't concern myself so much with the first 20 games of the season. Um, and the results of of all of those games, as much i was as as I would concern myself with making sure that everyone was at optimum health um going into that second quarter of the season. um, uh, just making sure that all all possible nagging injuries were addressed, that I had my uh, um my rest schedule mapped out, clearly. That we were going to have the 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 roadmap towards chemistry going into the third quarter of the season. And that's when I want to be hitting my stride with a team like that. I don't really care if we come out of the gates hot. I don't give a shit if we're the number one team going into the all-star break. None of that matters. We need to be playing good basketball and being healthy going into the playoffs. So I could I could see those concerns. I I can say you're not crazy. I would also tell everyone to chill out on the Lakers.
1: I think that they should play it the way the 2018 Cavs played it. And now I think, do I think the Lakers have a way more talented roster than the 2018 Cavs? Absolutely. But what I mean by that is, yo, just make sure you're, win the big games that matter, you know, win the, yeah. the games that you need to, maybe get, if you have to get in for a 5 seed. there's no shame in that, dog. Nope. Who gives a fuck? Who gives nope. a fuck? Because even last year we saw in the first round, Anthony Davis was tearing apart the Phoenix Suns. He was playing, they, when they when he was when he was on his game. Lakers win that easily. Win that series easily, right? I do think if you make sure that your core guys are healthy, you can go ahead and make a run. Because who cares? But my more concern is if they get to the point, is their defense going to be able to help them out at all, or are, or are we going to see Jordan Poole go? Uh, just crazy all over their team. Are we gonna see that? Is that what's gonna happen? Is he just gonna run amok? We don't
0: know. So Lakers are, are a concerned team. I got one more concerning team. I was looking for them and I couldn't kind of I couldn't draw from what I had kind of pre-pod come up with. It's port it's Portland. Hmm. P- Portland's a concerning team for me. Um, they again they look bad in the preseason, but I'm okay with that. Um you know they've been right there knocking at the door, and it's a very, very hard thing to maintain a, a that, a never having gotten over the hump. I've we've done that with Phoenix. Like it's hard. It's hard to keep pieces together. It's hard to stay motivated. It, you know, like it, it's hard to keep hope alive, if you will. Right? Because you just feel like, damn, babe, we had we gave that the best shot we had. It wasn't enough. Um, and now. You know, if they're enticed by any kind of offer to move to move Dame Lillard, that's a fantastic fan base, a fantastic place to play basketball. I mean, what happens to, you know, the franchise? It's not. I'm not worried for the health of the franchise necessarily, but they're used to being in a hyper competitive, vying for at least in the fan base's mind, championship mode. And all of that ceases to exist if 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 this kind of falls apart and you got to move Dame. So they're concerning for me.
1: If only I just want the Blazers. I always want the Blazers to be good. If not only like I just enjoy going to Portland and watching a game at Portland. I'm sure that it's fun to play. That's a great place to play, right? It's the environment is great in Portland.
0: Portland itself is a vibe, bro. Portland is a it's a it's it's a really cool town, really cool place to visit, excellent place. Is to Is that move. The, is
1: that one of the cities that you're like, yo, we're, we got Portland on the. Um, on the schedule we're about
0: to go to portland are you excited about that you are but not and i mean some cities you're excited because you're gonna be out um you know there's a ton of shit to get into like you're you know there's there are different reasons to be excited for cities portland's not like not like one of those where you're like yo if we get a chance and we have a day off in x y and z city we'd rather just stay in new york all you know what i mean it's not but it is a great place to go and hoop and eat and chill uh Really cool city. Great food city. Great, great food city. Great food city.
1: Um, yeah, Portland is, is interesting. Um, Dame is kind of in the situation that I think Bradley Bill is. Like, dog, there's no w- real reason that you're going to win it, even compete for a title at this place. There's nothing. Even if they were going to, there's no move that's going to happen that's going to get you into title contention. It just, it's not going to happen. So it's probably just time to go for both guys and I feel that way with Dame. And I think hopefully, you know, I want Dame to win a title. So hopefully, um, you know, we'll fig he'll, they'll figure that out. Um, I I got three teams that you're high on and three teams that you're lower on than than people are assuming. So I'm going to go higher. Um, the teams that I'm I'm high on that people are probably like sleeping on. I'm really high on the Memphis Grizzlies team. I just really I um, bought in, I bought all the job Morant stock last season. I'm really excited. I got Steven, I, th- I believe they got Steven Adams um, in free agency or, or during the summer, not free agency. Um, and, you know, they could pair him alongside Jaron Jackson Jr. And that's somebody that's gonna have to take a next leap. You talk about a guy that's going to have to to show himself, it's Jaron Jackson. Um, but I think that they can figure it out. I really love that team. And I love when Memphis is winning, dog. Memphis is such a fun city when they're winning. It's so tight. When you got the crowd popping, it's it's a great home home court advantage. So I got. Uh Memphis is one team. Charlotte, I'm really high on. Just love for, for no other reason. LaMelo ball. I love what they're got going. I think they're building something there. And uh last team that I'm higher on, you mentioned the beginning. The Boston Celtics. I'm oh. higher on them than most the reason why is because I, I sense that there was such fatigue with uh with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown and just a lot of that core with the, the the structure that was in place. And you can make the you can make the uh argument that having a new coach in place means new blood, that's some that's a guy that um that the team has wanted that they wanted to get. Um, and I think they're gonna play for him. Um and I really think the Boston Celtics are going to be good. I I really do. I think they're going to be in the mix, and also another city that is fun to see from afar. I've never been there, but when Boston is is winning and actually think they have a chance, it's just it's electric. So, um, gonna go with those are my three teams uh, that that I'm really higher on is uh, Memphis, Charlotte, and and Boston.
0: Another great town, Boston, great town. Um, three teams that I'm higher on than most people. Uh, The Miami Heat would be number one. It's 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 they're going to be a tough. They're gonna be a tough draw. They're gonna be a tough draw. I think. I think Kyle Lowry ties a lot of things together there. Um, they've got guys motivated coming off of last year that didn't play great. That seem to kind of have their their head down again, going about their their early career business, trying to make that name. You know, it's a dangerous thing to think you've arrived before you've arrived. It's distract. You know, it's distracting and can, and can kind of derail um your path to where you're trying to go so i think they got guys like that um so i'm high on the heat culturally speaking they're just going to have it right i trust what they do i am higher on um the philadelphia 76ers are you i am i i it's a big homer pick yeah (laughs) no but i i i'm a believer that and it's tough because i i think they're One of the better teams. Most people say that, but I don't have the same fears if Ben Simmons, if Ben Simmons is, is gonna play. Um, I don't think he'll go in there and hang his head and be a distraction. I did at one point. Um, I've kind of changed course on my position. I I think that if he's there and he could channel his frustration and 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 perceived like, you know, um, um disrespect, I think they could be. A really good team i think they take that next step um and the third team that i'm higher on than most people would be the sacramento kings and you said that yeah let's yeah. say it again it's gonna be the sacramento kings i don't i don't know why I, i'm not in that area um I, i've watched a little bit of preseason i just feel like there's an energy coming out where they believe um that's not always the case people take that for granted that hey NBA players all they gotta believe you're gonna win a championship. We know when we ain't winning a championship, like we know that. Like do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I don't think that they think they're gonna win a championship, but they've got a good energy in the building, a lot of good young pieces. So I'm gonna be a little higher on them than most people. Why do why
1: like it's funny because the Sacramento Kings were like a team that we thought like early on last season we were like oh okay. They might, they might, they might do something. At least play in a playing game or something. They might get it that that seventh or eighth seed. Be- I just, I don't know. I just like the I really like the team. I really they do are I Notorious
0: do. fumblers of the bag. Like, let's get they that are. straight. They are. They are. They are. So, so are. like, you know, the beauty of this is like I can't lose here, right? You just said, are you higher on them? They're so low that yeah. I am. Yeah, I'm higher on them than most people. They're but p- can a, a playing appearance would be
1: a such success for what? them. What? If they just get, that would be great. If they just get in a playing game. That'd be great. Um, all right, man. What about, uh, I'm gonna start you off. What about teams that you were lower on than people might expect?
0: Teams that I'm lower on the Atlanta Hawks. I don't mean yeah. to be, I, I'm not trying to whoop on anybody. I'm so really is not. Debbie Downer. I know. I'm sorry, Atlanta. Cause I, have you, no do beef. you feel some type of way about no. the tryout from years ago? I loved watching them play last year, man. Like I'd love, they gave me, yeah. they gave me my they, without the Hawks. I would have never been an NBA player. So I, I always love, um, but I just I I feel like they don't take that next step in their evolution. And there's nothing wrong with that because they were ahead of course, but I'm gonna be a little lower on them than most people. Um let's see. Um probably for me, the Memphis Grizzlies. I just don't oh, come feel this on, bro. I don't feel the same way a hundred percent, man. Like another God, team, bro. like I'm just a little lower on them. I'm sorry, bro. Like I'm a little lower. It doesn't mean they're going to be bad. It doesn't mean they're going to miss the playoffs. I'm just not ready to take them there. And I like Steve. I like Steven Adams in the addition and all of that stuff. Memphis,
1: can you just make sure, like, I know this is an egregious take, but just Memphis, just make sure you keep um, Roger's G card on file. Okay. I know you guys are really just pissed (laughs) off right now. Just make sure, just stall him out. Okay. This is just a podcast, but come
0: on, dude. Come on, man. Let me live. It's my pick, bro. Um, I'm going to say the Boston Celtics. It's my third team. You don't, don't like you, do, you don't like them. You I, I do, I don't like them. I do like them. I just don't know what I'm going to get from them. Um, they were always a team that I was a little lower on than other people. Um, yeah. And I really hope for, for, e- for e- that, that that I'm wrong because I hope he does a great job and those cats are bought in and it's locked in and Boston's on fire again, but they're going to have to show me. So right now I'm a little lower. Okay.
1: All right. All right. I think who I'm lower on, New Orleans Pelicans. we I don't really have to go down that. I right? just. It, it is what it is. I think I'm lower than. I think people are low
0: on. New can Orleans. you be I'm lower? lower. though, was my question.
1: If they're the lowest. How can they?
0: Can you be lower
1: than? I that? think they're going to be a lottery team. Yes, I oh. think they could be. They're probably. They could be a lottery team this All year. Right. Um, and the Utah Jazz. What? The Jazz man. Yes, I'm gonna, well, This ah! is the first surprise. The reason oh. why. <laughs> not that they're not gonna not that they're not gonna win a lot of games. I think they're gonna do the shit that jazz the jazz always do. And I'm probably gonna get I'm probably gonna get talked about in all of Salt Lake. I'm prob- Salt Lake probably City, gonna this get of
0: Salt Lake City, let's get him. Let's get him.
1: So, so I just don't think that they're going to, like, okay, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to be a top three seed, but are they going to win in the playoffs? I don't think so. I think that they're going to get <laughs> beaten like they usually do when they get in the playoffs. Historically, how they've done, going back to Stockton and Malone, you just went, go all the way to lose, right? I just think that that's what they're going to do this year. That's what I think with the Utah Jazz.
0: Yeah, are you are you done digging you're done digging the hole. Yes. You're done. I think that I can... take.
1: I think that take is good enough for two teams. Quite <laughs> honestly, so I only put two teams here. Yeah, I think that's cool. yeah. So Lake, let's get I'm it.
0: Done. No, but hey, you know what, brother? Like, I think that's fair. Right? Can we? Can we? Can both things? Like, that's that's fair. I mean, they have to get over that hump. It's we talked about that in the in, in a prior pod, right? When we were saying like who's got to take the next step, like Donovan Mitchell and the Utah Jazz have to continue to take the step. And I have no problem with that. Like I, I disagree, but I think they have to they have to take that next step.
1: I, I just I think and we've talked about this before I think you've said it. I think you've said it. But I think Donovan Mitchell's the next superstar. Yes. I do. But he's also like 6'4, you know? And that's not their problem. It's not Donovan Mitchell's fault that they are. It's because Every time that Jazz plays somebody, Rudy Gobert gets put in pick and roll and gets turned into a spin, spin cycle. It gets memed. And, <laughs> you know, you can, read about, you can read about Rudy Gobert on The Ringer. Uh, Kevin O'Connor wrote about Rudy Gobert, and it's really great. And I got a lot of perspective on Rudy Gobert the person. Seems like a good dude. However, he still has not—he's still just food when it comes to the pick and roll. And I think that's something. And when we both know, when it comes into the postseason, teams key in on players, and it gets everything gets simplified. Nah, bro, I'm gonna target you every time in the pick and roll. If Utah plays Phoenix, that's what they're gonna do. That's what they're gonna do. with Chris Paul. That's what they're gonna do with um Devin Booker, all the way down the line. Um, that's what, if Utah plays the Lakers, that's what they're gonna do. They're gonna give the ball to LeBron James. They're gonna go pick and roll with LeBron. Every single time. LeBron and AD. There we go.
0: And so, I, that's what I think about Utah, man. I just, I'm not high on them. All, all again, all fair. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to say there's going to be a lot of people, and I'm calling for uh, mm, salt, mm, salt Lake. Let's stand up. But I love Valters. I, I disagree. I disagree. a G. I disagree. But I can't. I guess, It's your pick. Like, what I look like up here is your pick. You got it. You understand, though. I do. I do. I and it's it's not unlike what I was saying with uh, a- Atlanta. Like I, they also have you know f- flaws as a team. All teams have flaws, but we're, what we're talking about is like you're a victim of your own success, right? You're 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 playing so well, and the next logical step has to be into this stratosphere that you don't think Utah can go. And what I, that's what I'm saying about Atlanta. Like I think they're really good. I think the rule changes are going to, to, to affect them more than other teams, but I just think that the next logical step for them is into an air that I don't think they're ready to be in, and that's, I think that's fair. Yeah, yeah. I, okay, at least we're
1: on the same page with that, man. I, 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 in some ways, but um, that's the first half. That's, that's, our first. <laughs> that's our first thing, man. We're going to get quick hitters right after um, this next break.
0: just for listening to us talk about basketball. Not bad, right? You don't need more than one line of wireless to save. Just switch to Visible at Visible.com and use promo code RINGER20 for data management practices and additional terms. Visit Visible.com. The Visible monthly rate is $25 per month. This episode is brought to you by Nissan. Level up your next four-wheeled adventure with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder, built to navigate you to some of Earth's most awe-inspiring spots with seven drive modes and all the power you need. Get the thrill of the drive in every moment of your journey with the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. Learn more at nissanusa.com.
1: And we are back with the quick hitter portion of the podcast. That is, uh, these are quick hitters written by Sasha Mack. Um, she got some good questions here. First question, will Giannis and uh, Ben Simmons shoot more threes or are they just capping? Are we just getting the normal shit that we get every single summer in preseason where a guy just tries out some new shit and then then like they just they go back to their old
0: ways? What do you think, Raja? Can't speak for Ben, but yes, Giannis is going to be bringing that out of his bag, sometimes to a fault. But he's shown you, like y'all were trying to tell him to stop shooting threes in the playoffs. Giannis was like, nah, now we're going to round this game out. Um, and I think he's committed to doing that. And I, there'll be times where he doesn't because he knows it's more important to go out there and get a bucket. It's more effective and efficient. But I do think you will see him shoot the ball more. And I think it's going to be problem. Going to be a problem. The man's not even here's in his th- prime
1: fully yet, sir. Yeah, you're right. Here's the thing, though. Like, I'm going to venture even further. Does it even matter? Does it even matter if they're shooting more threes? Because here's the thing. We've gotten so much with this analytical shit where we think like, hey, man, he should shoot threes. He should, he should, he should spread the floor. That's where the game is going. We don't know what's going to happen. We don't know. We don't know. Like, I just think that let them play their games to the best of their ability. Clearly what Giannis did last year, sh- shooting less threes worked, right? Like, I want him, and this was a problem with uh, last season. There were some times where he'd shoot threes and we're like, dude, go to the rack, no sure. one can stop you. Who gives a fuck? Hit that three when they're giving it to you so much because you're going to the rack so much. And I, I don't want him shooting five threes a game. I don't need, I don't need him to. Maybe two. I don't think yeah. he needs to shoot threes. Couple thoughts on that, But I though. still feel the same way with Ben Simmons, though. Like, he clearly, that's not his game. Put him around shooters.
0: I I just don't think the thing Ben's would look more forced than Giannis's. Giannis showed has shown you that he's way more willing, whether he makes them or not to shoot threes than Ben is. Ben doesn't even look like he wants to do it. So at this point, like if you're not really comfortable um, work that out in the off season, bro. Um, As as far as Giannis goes and not wanting to shoot. I understand that. Like he is so dominant and he can get a bucket. Like I, I understand where you're coming from. Here's where it, here's where it helps though. It helps all the, you know, the other four people that he's on the court with. And if you're going to have Giannis in a, in a in a spot situation around the court, and let's say you're going to let Chris Middleton dance, or you want to let um, uh, Drew go to work or 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 even Brooke, you don't have Giannis's man lingering in the middle of the lane for that 2.9 seconds um, because they just disrespect his ability to shoot the ball. So if he can shoot it, getting a guy one step closer to him— it, it, those are percentage points on other people's field goals. Those are important when you when you play that out over eighty two games. Also, for for his offense, if it's a respectable three, and I imagine this wouldn't happen this year, you can't just watch him shoot it. So you are going to have to kind of take a few steps out to close out. Big men ain't got no breaks. So once they're closing yeah. out on him, he's got a much easier, uh, you know, quick head fake and get to the rim. It's going to make his job a lot easier, getting easier buckets. What's the um What's the percentage
1: that Giannis needs to get to, to where it's respectable and you need to step out on Is it 35%, 35, 37%? 35, 35 30, 30, okay,
0: 35 and up. 35, 36, okay. 37, 34. But yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Low, okay. low, so 30% when, ain't doing it, but you up in 35, 36 range. Yeah. We got, we got to take a look at that. We ain't gonna just let you shoot it. Now with Ben Simmons, where
1: do you think about that? Do you think he has to get to? I mean, if he gets to thirty, I don't, I don't. I'm not as bullish on Ben Simmons getting a jumper like that. Like whatever, it's it is what it is with him. It just is what it is. And also, I don't know if he's he's not on Giannis's level in terms of uh, the way he has to carry a team. And that's just point blank. Maybe he wants to get to that, but I don't think he needs to
0: be there right now. I think the best point in that was that that there he's not. A carrier of a team offensively. That's the difference between the two of them. Like you're talking yeah. about Giannis rounding out a repertoire that is, that is league leading and you know, challenging for league leading in points. Like his, his job is to score enough to beat you. Um, I, I don't see it as a, an absolute necessity for Ben Simmons this year. I would like to see Ben get to a point where he's walking in and people are going to play you at the free throw line. I'm just going to walk into this three. Like you're going to, I feel comfortable doing that. And I've said this before, it's not about making them. That's why I'm not worried about Giannis continuing to Giannis shows you he'll shoot them. That's yeah. well, then we're fine. We can grow. But if you're just scared to death to shoot it, we got no action, Jackson. So I I need Ben to start like feeling comfortable just walking into shooting them. You know what I mean? Yo, man. You're in a
1: bag right now, Ron. <laughs> you, you hit us with the repertoire and then action Jackson right yeah, after only oh, one. What, what's what the fuck? you at one point you get you threw that out. What's what's up with you? Dog, it's what's just up vibes, with you today? bro.
0: It's coffee. You can mm-hmm. read the mug. Spread mm-hmm. joy.
1: There you go. Do you feel me? Yeah, we out here. Good <laughs> job, Roger. You're, right here. You're fucking bringing it, dog. Um, will which one of um, Dame Simmons and Beal will get moved? Do you what, what do you, what do you think is the most likely outcome of that? I have I have Damian Lillard at least this season. Yeah,
0: yeah it's a tough one why do you 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 can you like i you just yeah, a gut. i don't know it's a gut I, I
1: think i think it's a gut um but i don't know so i think so it's too far i think dame's going to end up getting and this is no reporting or anything i just think that dame is going to um get traded for simmons when it's all said and done it's a it's a new start for both people it seems like the right course of action and that's scary for this for the sixers holy cow um yeah
0: so then I I'll think just I just take,
1: want Dame to go to the Sixers. I think I just want Dame to go to the Sixers. Jesus but God. I think I do think that it's the best deal for both
0: sides. Yeah, yeah, I like that. I, I do, I do. I think it's a good a good look for Ben. And they haven't had a player like Ben. I've always said like Portland needs. You know that 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 wing dynamic. But also, there's a like, caveat to that, like
1: that was also um, they do need. I agree with you that they do need that, but the caveat is Damian Lillard was on the team, so that's why you would get the not the rumors, but the urging for Draymond Green to go to Portland, right? To just well, yeah, be to one of those guys. Yeah, but it's I don't know how Dame would be there alone. Is what I'm saying.
0: I can dig it. I I think Bradley. I I'm I'm just since you said those two and lumped them in, I'll say Bradley Beal and, for no other reason than. Hey, bro, your your bid is up. Like you served it, dog. Like you you held it down. You were a what of you the, already you were a, model, a legend. In D.C. You were a model citizen, man. You had no problems. Let's get up out, man. It's time to go ahead and pick your shit up at the desk. As somebody should be waiting for you out front, bro. It's time to leave. Yeah, for sure.
1: No, and then and like the thing with um with Bradley Beal is I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to leave a place, but he definitely got he if he left D.C it wouldn't he wouldn't be booed when he got back he no. definitely have a lot of love in in dc they would understand it would be the 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 nicest course of action you know
0: if he left it'd be fine so here's bradley beals conversation with with ownership and and executives in in washington can you please map out for me our five or forget five give me a 3 year plan on how you see us getting to the promised land like, I need to see it. I I, I don't want to, I want you to tell me and show me how, how we're getting there, right? Like, if they can't articulate a clear plan, and that's just that. That's just articulate. That doesn't mean they can execute it. Um, but how? what is the vision? How are we getting there? I still don't think that there's any way they can do that for him. And so that's the beginning and the end of it for me. Like, if Bradley Beal's not going to have an opportunity in all his greatness to win a championship there in the next three years, which I can't see it, Um, then it's time to go. But I, that's where Even it's to start. Even if he had start. a really
1: good front office. Even if he really got a good front, like a great front office, no, right?
0: That's, that's that, going to take,
1: that's go, that's take years
0: either way. Correct. 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 So, I mean, like, but that's where we're starting. They sit down and show me how we're doing this. I don't trust yeah. that it's going to happen, but like, that's, that's what it's got to be. Brad, like, hey man, let's go get that chip. Yeah, man, for sure. Um, this was a, a question,
1: uh, you know, we're copying a question from Friends of the Shows, The Mismatch. Um, they asked a really great question. Which one of the, which coach will have the biggest new coach? Which new coach that have been hired have the biggest impact on their team? And I will start first. Yeah, go ahead. I'm going to go. I'm going to go with um, MAU Doka in Boston. I just really think that for no other reason that um, he's a guy that the team wanted. Right. He's a guy that Jalen Brown wanted. He's a guy that Jason Tatum wanted. And like I said before, the dis- disenchantment in Boston is a lot to do with the current pieces in place with uh Danny Ainge. And, um, now they have Brad Stevens is an executive now, and he's going to be a, a little bit further away from the team. And it's going to be a bit new blood. There's going to be, I think there's going to be new blood. And I do think that Boston's going to do well. And I think that, um, MA is going to be a part of that. What do you think?
0: I'm not mad at you. And I've said, I, I hope for that. I wish, I wish for that. Um, I'm going to give you two names. They're tied together. I'm going to go Jason Kidd with the Mavericks. Mm, yeah, and it's got nothing to do with with Rick Carlisle leaving the Mavericks and Jason Kidd coming in and 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 reinventing the wheel. I just think he's going to be really good for Luca, and I think that team needed a little new, a new voice, a new message. Um, and so my second name is going to be Rick Carlisle in Indiana. Mm, that's a good That's a good one. Yes, he, he's just a fantastic coach. Like. Rick Carlisle, everywhere he goes, um, th- they they get better, and they will do the same in Indiana. It was a bit of a mess there with B- Björkgren. Is that his name? It was. It, it got a little messy. Yeah, um, but there's yeah. there's st- still talent, and I think he's going to have a huge impact on the Indiana Pacers. Listen, two years ago, this team was a playoff team. Yeah,
1: right. And they ha- and with Nate McMillan at the helm, and then they then fired or let Mc, Nate McMillan go for whatever reason. And then now they have, they have the same, pretty much the same nucleus there, dude. Like just, they can, they can, they have dudes there in Indiana, Indianapolis. And I think that, you know, Rick Carlisle is a great coach and he's going back to Indiana. That's going to, I think that that's going to be a good job, Raja. Thank you. Um, we're going to go breeze right past this one. We're just going to breeze right past this one. I'm going to ask, answer the questions. And I think that you're going to largely agree with me. on Okay. This. Let's do it. Um, can Harden, and Durant win it without Kyrie. Yes and yes. And Will yes. they have to? Maybe. I don't know. We're gonna just then perfect. That, that's the question. Perfect. There we go. Um, <laughs> all right. This is the last one. And you know, we kind of skew because of you know, just our connections, the way our connections are to the NBA. We kind of skew towards the West Coast side of teams, right? You with the Phoenix Suns, me with the Warriors, and some extent the Lakers. So um, that's where I'm going to go. Warriors, Lakers. How likely are we going to get a Warriors Lake Warriors Lakers Western Conference Finals? Man, I think that's just what I want. I need that. I need that in my life. I think the game needs it. I think we need Steph versus LeBron. It's one of the last years we can get it. I, we I, I want that. I just put that in my veins, dog. W- what are you thinking about that? Do we are we going to get one of Are we going to get it? Less than likely, sir.
0: Less oh, than likely. Oh, oh, oh. That West is gonna be that West is gonna be tough to navigate. I'll put the I put the Lakers in there. Um, I can't pencil Golden State in. There's a lot that's gotta be sorted out there, man. That West is gonna be that's gonna be hellish, bro. You're talking about the Suns, the Jazz, the Mets. there are a lot of teams out there that are gonna be hunting. Uh I can't I pick, I can't pencil Golden State in just yet. Would I be pulling wow. for it like you, Logan? Damn right. I
1: think that's what I'm doing. I Damn think that's right. what I'm pulling for, bro. Because I saw the playing game last uh remember the playing game last year, how great that was. That was like I don't know. That was like a finals fucking how they were playing, dog. It was like a finals environment there. And I'm I'm like I said, I'm going to the game tomorrow night, dog. I'm I'm just so I'm excited for this. I am excited for this rivalry, dog. And especially being from Northern California and knowing that we've never had a a, a playoff We've never had a playoffs between the Lakers and the Warriors. And we just, you kind of saw that with the, uh, that dynamic with the, uh, Giants and the Dodgers, just, just NorCal versus SoCal. And I just, man, I just want that to happen, dude. I'm just really, just really excited for the prospect of that. And I hope it
0: happens. I, I just
1: really hope that that happens. I'm putting that out there in the universe.
0: I'm with, anytime you can get LeBron versus Steph, you can sign me up. I'm, sh- I'm good. I'm in there. And even if it means I got to pull against like my sons or the Jazz or whoever, like I have you si- sign me up for LeBron versus Steph, I'm in.
1: I think those are the two—the Lakers and the Warriors are the two most interesting teams in the league. Just point blank, from a from a, a general consumer to like a basketball head, this is this this has everything. So I just hope that it. I hope that it comes through.
0: I hope that it happens. You got to put Brooklyn in a mix though when you say that. I don't. I do know if you not think that they're one of the most
1: interesting. Te- what? What are you, boy? I mean, one of the things that makes them interesting is something
0: that will never be brought up again on this podcast. I, I, yeah, I mean, they're... Inter- no, come on. Man. I mean, c- certainly, like, that is very interesting, but KD... They're number is, three. But, KD uh, but when is you super put, okay. interesting. James Harden is not interesting? Fair.
1: I'm talking about... You no, James I'm, Harden at the beginning I'm, of the last year? No, I'm not saying that. You know I got love for Kevin. You know I got love for James Harden. You know that. You, you know this. We've, this has been very documented on this podcast. My thing is, the two most interesting teams... And then there's a gap, is the okay. Lakers, and it's the and it's the Warriors. That's just what it is. Okay, but okay. Be, And it's also in large part because we know the Brooklyn Nets are going to kick the shit out of the rest of the league. We know this. We already know that that's going to happen. So why is it? Are, so we since we know that's going to happen, there's only going to be a couple interesting games. It's going to be those 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 Nets Bucks games, which are going to be the, those are going to be the shit. Other than that, when you think about it the Lakers have so many question marks and the Warriors have so many question marks. It's
0: true. So it's true. More questions for you with the Lakers than me. Just I'm putting that out there. I know you're, I I, I know, (laughs) I know.
1: All right, man, it's time for Matt Hooper, Matt Hooper. We're bringing the first Matt Hooper back. Raja, as you know, I am a uh, big Sparks fan, big LA Sparks fan. And a big reason for that, obviously, Lisa Leslie, obviously one of the major teams in the league. Um, Another reason for that is Candace Parker. Huge fan of Candace Parker. Been that way. I'm wearing the Tennessee shirt right now because of that. But I had to watch Candace Parker win a WNBA title in another uniform. You know why I had to do that, Raja? No, tell me why you that. Because she walked for nothing. She walked, out of the, she walked out of the LA Sparks offices. She just walked and then just went and got another title somewhere else. Now, I'm happy that she has done it in her home area. I'm happy for Chicago. I'm happy for all of that. But you just don't. You don't let a talent like that, a generational talent like that, walk out of your doors. You don't let it happen. Whatever disenchantment you have, you make sure she stays in the building. And to see her win a title for another team, pissed me the fuck off. Sparks, get your shit together. Chicago Sky, shout out to you. Shout out to VanderSloot. Shout out to the homie Lexi Brown. Shout out to Candace Parker. But I'm pissed, Raja. That's me. Matt Hooper is here, and I'm
0: fucking pissed. Welcome back, bro. Don't ever be in a habit of letting talent walk out the door. Don't do it.
1: Don't fucking do it, okay? Don't. Sparks, I'm really pissed off right now, okay? It's it's just, it's sickening, okay? You, you This is supposed to be a proud organization with Lisa Leslie walking through those halls, Candace Parker walking through those halls. And you keep that,
0: you keep that in your building, okay? Figure it out. Shout out. I will say this, can I just, I mean, it was fantastic. Welcome back to the Mad Hooper. I'm, I, I, um, I picked myself up like five, six new, good looks at offensive sets from some of those games, man. I was I was locked in. I was dialed in, man. They were running some good stuff. I mean, they're fantastic hoopers individually, man, but they, they run some good action, too, which is pretty cool to watch. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah, man. Shout out to the W. They also did a great job in presentation. Also, whoever needs to be told this, don't play a fucking WNBA finals game on an NFL Sunday, please. We're trying to we're, give the yeah, ladies a fucking yes. actual profile. It was 12 o'clock during an NFL Sunday, bro. Give these ladies a fucking chance, dogs. Bullshit. Um, anyway, Matt Hooper, that's been another edition of real ones. Um, my name is Logan Murdoch. That is Raja Bell. Raja. We're on the eve of the fucking NBA season. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> <laughs> To get y'all ready, make sure y'all check out Real Ones. Make sure y'all check out Mismatch. Make sure y'all check out Group Chat. Check out my profile on Draymond Green. Make sure you check out 60 Songs That Define the 90s. Make sure you check out Black Girl Songbook with who? Rajapel. Town legend, Danielle Smith. Speaking of the town, shout out to the Oakland, Las Vegas, Los Angeles Raiders. We beat the shit out of the Denver Broncos, baby. The autumn (laughs) wind is a Raider. Again. Make sure you you check out R2C2 with who? Roger Bell. Vallejo legend, Crest Cyclops, CC Sebastian. Yes, sir. We will see you guys Thursday. Holla.